Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. I wanna change how we play the game. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you develop a healthy mind and keep that beautiful body of yours aligned. My name is Tyler Egan, and I am your host. Host with. I've heard people say the host with the most. I don't want to say that. I wanted to do some kind of rhyme, but incorporated butt stuff. I'm drawing a blank. So here we go. Anyway, today I got a good episode for you guys. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be going all in. I'm gonna give I'll put all my cards on the table. I'm gonna share, share, just share some stuff with you guys. I'm gonna open, open myself up. I guess I don't know. Um, last week I did a live stream on Instagram. Uh, I really just t- talked about my experience with everything. I guess I have talked in bits and pieces about my experience with alcohol and then just fitness and what it health and fitness what it really was for me in the beginning and all the things, but I'm just going to like tie it all together now. And I've totally talked about this on the podcast before, but my ability to articulate myself has greatly improved, so it's probably going to sound way different. So if you've been around for a while, this may become repetitive, but bear with me. Bear with me. So Today we're going to be talking about really the main topic of today's conversation. I haven't thought about what I'm going to entitle this yet, but the main topic is going to be essentially just taking your pain and turning it into power, honestly, but just fuel, purpose, any of those words that seem to resonate the most with you. Because when I start working with people, I usually try to get to the root of why they're doing all of this and so what I've discovered is many people don't want to do it for themselves. They need something else to want to do it for. And so we talk about like having a why or having a purpose, but sometimes that purpose can be born out of pain. And I mean, I guess you could say it sucks. Like I would have agreed with you three or four or five years ago, but now I'm just like, I'm super fucking grateful for all the pain that I've gone through. So... We're going to talk about that. And if you're someone who struggles to find like a deeper meaning behind why you need to do this stuff, if your health isn't enough for you, if being around for your friends or family isn't enough for you, um, for living a better quality of life isn't enough for you, because I've worked with people who are like this and I've worked and I've talked to people who are like this, that there's just nothing that <clears throat> is that significant for them to actually feel super inspired. This There might be something in here for you. So without any further ado, let's rewind. September 10th, 1993. I think it was 5 a.m., but it could have been 5 p.m. My parents have been very unclear. I popped out of my mom's vagina. Okay, just kidding. Um, But anyway, (laughs) so this I've shared. So like the end of 2016, I had a real huge epiphany. Now I'm 20, how old was I? 22, 23, somewhere in there. 22, 23 years old. I, I was, I had been drinking a tremendous amount of alcohol probably for like two or three years at this point and i should probably re- rewind a little bit more this is the part of the story i've never really shared too much until last week and that is at the end of uh, middle of 2014 so i'm in a relationship with a girl that we had been dating for like a year and a half but on and off for like two years and she was probably the first woman i ever loved and so her and i break up and it was like a really messy breakup we ended up hating each other afterwards and because i had little to no idea of how to actually 
cope with and understand my emotions, I just drank and I drank a lot and I drank a lot for like two or three years, okay? So that was like the whole big catalyst for everything for me. You know, fitness came around because I realized I was drinking and I needed to channel that into something else. And so I chose fitness, which then like a few months down the road turned into more of like a health thing for me. And it's still about fitness too. Like I, movement's awesome and I love training my, and seeing what I'm capable of and all the things. But anyway, so then in 2016, I finally recognized that I had an, had an addiction to alcohol. And I, at this point, I hadn't even recognized that it had anything to do with my ex-girlfriend. I'm just like, you know, she's a bitch. She's crazy. She sucks. And honestly, the truth of the matter is she's an amazing human being. She's wonderful. I've talked to people I, that we both went to high school with. And some people should talk her. And I'm just like, you know, you might be right. But all I remember now of her is all of the fond moments, which is really interesting because it used to be the other way around. Anyway, very amazing human being, but at the time I did not see it that way. And so I was just so wrapped up in my own emotions that I could not see anything for what it was. Um, I couldn't even see the fact that I was drinking because I was coping with this. So it was 2016, 2017, like I had an epiphany, looked myself in the mirror, and this part I've shared in the podcast for, so you may have heard this. Um, I looked myself in the mirror, I'm just like, how can I expect anyone to like or love me if I don't like or love myself? And so I'm like, okay, I gotta fucking do something about this. So um, six months later, it took me some time, hold on. I am dehydrated. Um, six months later, I joined the gym. And this was definitely one of those stereotypical, It'll. It, I'll wait till Monday. Because when I first had the epiphany, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start going to the gym. I was like, okay, it can wait till Monday. 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 And then it was, okay, I'll wait until the new year. I'll wait till the new year. And then February of 2017 rolled around. I'm like, and I just said to myself, okay, I'm done with this shit. I'm going to the gym. And so I went and signed up. From there, I don't know how much longer after that I actually bought, and I will actually plug the program because the program, in my personal opinion, isn't inherently bad. It's just um, there are so many things missing from the scope of health and fitness out there that I don't think cookie cutter programs can bridge the gap between. Maybe it was just me. I'm willing to admit maybe it was just me, but I think there's a lot of flaws in this. So I bought a um, cookie cutter workout program called Kino Body. It's like three days a week, really simple movements, really simple exercises. And after like two years of doing this, it did nothing for me. Now, mind you, I was still drinking in the beginning quite a bit. This is why I'm saying that there's a large part of it that is on me. But throughout that process, um, I did end up getting hurt a lot just from the simple movements that the program called for. So like incline bench press. Now I personally would not have any one of my clients to incline bench press until one, like I know their shoulders can handle it. And two, I know that they can have, they have good shoulder control. So anyway, this is, that's besides the point. That's besides the point. Um, the point is I ended up getting hurt a lot in this program, like a lot. <laughs> and so that's like two years. Like I didn't really see much change. Like I started at 180. I got down to 165-ish. So I did lose some weight doing it, but I started to eat healthier. At the end of 2017 is when I started to pay attention to nutrition more. And after like two months of like tracking macros and stuff, I came across like a vegan diet. Okay, so I've talked about my veganism thing before. Now I'm like literally tying everything into one cohesive story. So end of 2017, I went vegan. Um, that lasted for about four and a half years. I had issues with my gut health. I had digestive issues a lot throughout 2018. 2019, it started to get better. The end of 2018 started to get better. 2019, it got, um, no, that's a lie. Yeah, it got a little bit better at the end of 2018. The end of 2019, I actually is when I really started to stop, slow down my drinking because I got into another relationship. 
And so again, mind you, this entire time, I still hadn't recognized the reason I started drinking in the first place was to cope with the fact that I didn't deal with my first relationship. <laughs> okay, so just keep that in mind. Okay, so 2019, like I'm in another relationship and things are actually going pretty well with me and this this woman. Her, We have something in common. She's really into fitness too. So she actually convinced me uh, or she informed me on, you can get a personal training certification um, much easier than going through school because at the time I actually had just enrolled back into college to get an education in health and exercise science. So I was like, oh, that's way better because I fucking hate school. So I did that in the middle of 2019 and you know, this entire time, I actually should probably stop and emphasize this because the whole point of the story is to talk about pain. This entire time, like I was fueled by an, an, an rage so powerful that I um, I didn't even recognize at the time. I used willpower more times than I could ever imagine to get myself through things. And I think willpower is a muscle, like a mental muscle that you have to work on. Um, and for some reason, I do believe that I am gifted with a significantly higher baseline amount of willpower than most people. But I do think it's totally something you can work on. And so like this entire time, I was like willing my, my way through this. Like I, I, I was waking up some nights still, or some mornings, still intoxicated and going to the gym because I made a commitment to myself. Um, I stopped hanging out with all my old friends. I stopped... Uh, buying shitty food. I stopped indulging food when my boss would buy his lunch. I, I stopped looking at it like, oh, free lunch. No, I'm going to buy better food and bring it with me. Or I'm going to go to Chipotle because it's much better than the pizza they just ordered. So I was like, I'm done viewing it that way. And I was like adamant about this. I actually chose to do 75 hard in 2020 just to kind of prove more of a point to myself. But again, this entire time, I'm just willing my way through because I was like, the entire time, I'm like, I am not going to be an alcoholic. I am not, like, my family history, like, two of my grandparents passed away with cancer. My mom was just diagnosed with cancer. Um, high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, cholesterol, like, these things run in my family. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm, this, these, the first three, four years, and this, I, I finished going all the way up to 2019 at this point. So the first, let's just call it two and a half, three years, I'm like willing myself to the gym. Um, and still drinking occasionally, mind you, from time to time. Still like going out to eat occasionally, eating shitty food. When I started dating my second girlfriend in the story, she went to go out to eat and stuff like that more. And so I started to do those things, um, even though there's a part of me that didn't want to, because I didn't want to like sacrifice my health and fitness. Like I was getting like obsessive with it. I was like tracking calories and I was getting really obsessive with it. So this entire time now up to 2019, I'm willing my way to the gym. I am, and what I'm telling myself is I will not end up like anybody else in my family. I will not be an alcoholic. I will not be an addict. I will not be unhealthy just because it runs in the family. I will not be unhealthy just because I'm getting old. I did, I refuse to give a number that we declare our age to give, to have power over me. I like re-fucking-fuse and I was, using pure rage to fuel me for so long but it worked because i was so hell-bent on not ending up that way that i it inspired me enough to take action a lot and there were a lot of things i could have done better admittedly but it did get me to take a significant amount of action and without that i would not be here today so 2019 i'm in this relationship my gut issues are getting better again i'm eating vegan at this time so my gut issues are getting better until the end of the year. And then something happened and it got way, way worse. 
And the only thing I can pin into now, I never got tested for any of these things, but I talk a lot more now about, I've done a few podcast episodes on this, and if you haven't listened to those and you struggle with weight loss, please go check out the episodes on hormones. I am now convinced without any blood testing that I had uh, hormonal imbalance issues in my body. I had no, I could not handle stress that well. Uh, my cortisol levels were chronically elevated for God knows how fucking long. Um, 2020, I was smoking a lot of weed, and so that really helped me deal with the stress of the, the environment at the time. But anyway, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So 2019, the gut issues come back. I start breaking out like crazy uh, with acne. Um, I had acne for years as a kid. Um, I had acne my early adulthood for most of it. And I started dating my ex-girlfriend now, so this is like 2018. It got better. It got better. But at the end of 2019, it got way worse again, like really bad. And at the time, I was getting really close to moving out of my parents' house. So I was hyper stressed out about trying to move. So that got really bad. And then I finally moved out of my parents' house. And then it got better because, again, in, now, now we're going into 2020. I'm living with my ex-girlfriend. And uh, like, I said, like I said, I'm smoking a lot of weed. Still haven't dealt with a thing I told you about from 2014. Not fully, at least, in, in, in waves. So in 2020, on Valentine's Day of 2020, my ex-girlfriend and I break up, the one that we had, we had been living together at this point. And so that was interesting, going through all of COVID alone. Um, there were times where I still wanted to drink and there were times that I even did drink. Again, I still smoked a lot of weed, but I didn't fully understand how to deal with stress in my fucking life. I still, I was getting somewhat of a better understanding of my emotions, but still not that much. And at this point, I'm down, I'm down to 155 pounds. I went, I started at 180, got down to 155, 150. Actually, probably at this point, I was really lean. I was in the best shape of my life at that point. Um, I was cycling every single day. I was working out just about every single day. I was doing yoga a lot, um, and I had just began to start meditating. And so I was feeling good physically, but mentally, something still really fell off. So I go all of COVID, living alone, um, which is very interesting, smoking a lot of weed, and then the end of 2020 rolls around, my apartment lease gets up. Again, still haven't dealt with the thing from 2014. Um, and meanwhile, while this all this is happening, I mean, I'll just put all my cards on the table completely. I was like getting angry with what I saw in the world. With all the things with COVID, I was following politics. I was extremely angry, and it just kind of fueled the anger that I already had inside of me even more. And it just continued to like, I don't know if this is a word, but catalyze the whole story I was telling myself that I, I have to prove everybody wrong. I have to prove everybody wrong. And so I quit my full-time job of eight and a half years and moving with my friend up in Pennsylvania. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, this, is, this is gonna be my start to my, my health and fitness career. This is gonna be the start. It wasn't. <laughs> because after like a month of living there, I got a job to mitigate the costs of everything I wanted to do. And I was miserable. And I started drinking a lot again. Not a lot. So on a scale of like 1 to 2015, it probably wasn't that bad. But I was drinking more than I felt comfortable with. And so I quit the job. And that's what really started. This is January, essentially, of 2021. That's what really started my health and fitness career. Because I'm like, okay, I had some money saved up. It really wasn't enough looking back on it all. The beginning of 2021, I'm just like, okay, I'm going all in on this. And I had no idea how to get clients. I had no idea what to do with the clients. Because during 2020, I was I was doing some online coaching. I probably had half a dozen. 
clients. I tried doing like virtual one-on-one sessions. I didn't really like it. It wasn't that great. Um, it's mostly my friends. So I had, let's see, one, two, three, four, four, maybe five. I got five or six online clients throughout 2020 just to get my feet wet. And yeah, six. 2020 one rolls around again. <laughs> nothing. I didn't I had nothing planned out, but I was like, I'm doing this. So I just started posting a lot of content, and I actually like went all in on my podcast. <laughs> like this is gonna get me. This is gonna get me clients. Like what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> what was I thinking? Um, but like I was recording like a bunch of podcasts. I did a lot of research. It really educated me a lot. It was really cool. Um, I had some guests on. It was a good time. Um, but again, it wasn't doing the thing. So I actually eventually got one client. It was a client. And at this time, I was living in Pennsylvania. It was a client who lived in my hometown. So I was driving back every weekend to train him in person. But it gave me experience. And then eventually, two months later, I moved back in with my parents. I signed up to, or I got a job at a gym, closing the gym a few times a week. And then I was training my clients there as well. So 2021, um, I mentioned how I had like a hormonal imbalance. 2021 really fucking exposed that to me because you know what happened? I gained like five or 10 pounds back. Now I was like 10. Oh my God, I might've been 15. 10 or 15 pounds back. Um, I was saying I was bulking, but I was really just eating like shit. And on top of that, I don't even think that's the worst part of that caused the weight gain. It definitely influenced it. But I think my sleep schedule was. I was getting probably average three or four hours of sleep a night. Average. I mean, there were some nights I was getting like two fucking hours of sleep. I was closing the gym at midnight. I had to clean the gym afterwards. And then I, so I would leave there 1.30, 1, 1.30. I'd get home 1.32. And then I would go home, shower, sleep, wake up like two hours later to go back to the gym to train one of my clients. So I was getting like no sleep. I was hyper caffeinated. Like I'm talking a gram a day. So I was basically drinking three bangs a day and my hormones were fucked up because my acne came back with a vengeance. Vengeance. I still have scars on my body today. It's getting way cleaner and like, or cleaner. It's cleared up a a tremendous amount. But this is almost two years later. And because it was actually around two years ago, around this time period that I started to break out again. And that is what really led me into diving into my emotions more. Cause I'm like, okay, what is actually happening that my acne came back this bad? My diet hasn't changed that much that it should have gotten this bad. I mean, I had acne like I was 16 years old again. And what I realized now was it wasn't just the fact that um, I was sleep deprived but I was literally living in the environment I grew up in that quote unquote caused the acne in the first place. I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. And I had reminders of that all around me all the time again, because I was living back at home with my parents. And so it's not my parents' fault, but I recognized how much I was triggered by my parents, how many many things I never dealt with from my past. past. All of 2020, when I said I was getting really angry about about the things in the world, I was building up, like I subconsciously, building up this big ass tower of resentment towards my family. And I'm like, what the fuck? So 2021, um, after I started to recognize that there was a lot of emotional shit I never dealt with. Okay, so now I'm finally bringing back the 2014 thing in to my entire health and fitness journey. So 2021-ish, like middle-ish spring, around this time, 2021, I started to actually dive into my emotions to understand them. I read a book called The Body Keeps Score. And if you want your mind to be fucked with, read that book. Um, But it will start to give you an idea of just how much your body remembers things from your past. And looking back on it now, I probably went back into too many of my, not too many, I went back into a lot of like past memories to uncover what I felt during those time periods when I 
and now convinced I don't have to. It's more about the emotion, if anyone out there is listening to me for some reason about dealing with your emotional shit. Um, it's more about dealing with the emotion rather than reliving the past because our memories are so skewed. There's nothing saying that we actually remember the past that well. Um, I think they've, there've been a lot of scientific studies on this too. Anyway, so I was like essentially putting myself through torture and reliving all the most painful traumatic experiences of my life, trying to uncover what was wrong with me. All while realizing all I had to do was just recognize that the emotions are okay to feel because they're just emotions. But I was like, no. <laughs> and again, at this time, like I'm 15, 10, 15 pounds overweight. And like, this is how interconnected everything really is. People want to like separate everything. You can't, the mind, the body, it's all connected. Um, how you think has a downstream effect on your biochemistry. Your emotions have an effect on your hormones. Your hormones will affect your weight. Your weight will affect your mental health and your mental health will then affect your thoughts, which your thoughts will then affect your the downstream effect on your body, which will affect your, horm- your emotions, which will affect your hormones. And it just repeats and repeats and repeats. So you have to break the cycle. And that's what I did. So 2021, I finally recognized all this shit. I started to work through a lot of emotional shit. I did it all on my own. I didn't go to a therapist or a person or anything. Um, I have friends who I can talk to. Some people, um, I'm gonna give a shout out to, I don't know if he still listens at all. My friend Shane McKinnon, he's probably the only friend I ever talk about because <laughs> I don't have any. Um, but he really showed me, um, I haven't never put this into words. There were a few conversations him and I have had where I was extremely triggered and he showed me in that moment what it felt like to just create a space for the emotion to be. And the way I see this now is because I was angry in one moment we had a conversation and he said to me, dude, I can feel your rage from here. I'm pretty sure those are the exact words he said to me too. And I felt myself like heating up literally. And I'm like, how the fuck does he feel that? And because he was so calm and cool, it taught me what that felt like. And so from there, I could do it for myself. And so I started to become okay with all my emotions. Fast forward a little bit more. Um, I moved back, I moved out of my parents' house. Um, so 2022 rolls around, I connect with a guy who has a, owns a gym. I actually had him on the podcast before, uh, my friend Roger. I train my clients there. I'm still dealing with same some a lot of the same emotional shit I never dealt with, if I'm being completely honest with myself. 2022, um, things start to take off for me or a little bit my personal training business. All of 2021, I fucking struggled financially. 2022, I did too, a lot. But 2022, it got better. Um, I eventually was able to find an apartment, which is where I'm at now, and move in there. And again, up until probably the part, next big part of the story I'm gonna come to, I'm still using the same rage, fuel, the same fuel, you know, the rage to fuel me, to energize me. Like I am at this point in my personal training and, and coaching career, I'm doing this because I don't want to end up like everybody else in my family. Like nothing there's, and there's nothing wrong with what my family is doing. I just don't want that for myself. But at the time, like I felt like I had to be angry about it. So I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And I'm like, I'm going to be healthy because I'm not going to succumb to age. Like I'm still using the same pain of being unhealthy, feeling worthless, of being like, honestly, being disgusted with myself. I'm still using that to fuel me again, up until like eight months ago in my career, in my fitness, in my health, all of it, even in my family life, like eight months ago, one of my old clients hooked me up with some magic mushrooms. (laughs) This is where the the story gets, gets interesting. So when I moved into my apartment, 
um, I was still like using cannabis occasionally to deal with like emotional things that I still hadn't fully recognized. And then I was talking to one of my clients about mushrooms and he was like, oh, it's really cool. You should try it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will. So he hooked me up with them and then I took them in September of 2022. I think it was September 17th. If I'm being completely honest, I think I remember the date. It was a week after my birthday. So that's my birthday. A week after my birthday. September 10th is my birthday, people. Okay. So I take them and I've never taken mushrooms before. So I don't know what to expect. Oh, I don't know what to expect. Sorry about the alarm. I don't know what to expect. So after like a half an hour, I'm like, no, this is fucking stupid. I'm gonna go out to the woods. I'm gonna go up to the woods. So there's like a, a trail like a mile from my house. So I drove out there and then it all fucking hit me, the mushrooms. <laughs> and what I felt for the first time in eight and a half years was love. I felt that, I'm getting the chills right now thinking about this. I felt what it felt like to feel loved for the first time in eight and a half years. And what it really felt like in that moment was my ex-girlfriend loving me, the first one I mentioned in the story. I'm like, oh my God, she actually did love me. For eight and a half years, I closed myself off to feeling that. And, you know, I could probably go into the deeper psychology of it all. Like, you know, I did that to protect myself because love hurts, like whatever. But the point of the matter is, eight and a half years, I used the same fucking pain to fuel me to get to a place where I could actually create a safe enough space within myself with the help of magic mushrooms to feel love again. And now I do not feel driven by any of that. I don't feel driven by any of that. I do not feel driven by any of that. Okay, that's a lie. Some of the time I still am. That's actually totally a lie. Some of the time I still am. Like if I'm in like a darker place, I'm like, you motherfucker, like, do you want to end up like that? I, I use that, that pain, that rage to still fuel me when it's necessary. But before I thought it was always necessary. And let me just say this, it was fucking draining. But all I will say is if you are struggling to find a purpose behind why you need to work on your health and fitness in the first place, or why you need to take the next step in your life. I know no one's listening to me for anything other than health and fitness, but why you need to do anything next in your life? Use the pain. Use the pain. So many people come to me because they have serious health issues, and I'm just like, that isn't motivation enough for you? You could die. You could die. I mean, we're all going to die, but you could literally die. Like, do you want to die a painful death or do you want to go out fucking fighting? That was at least kind of my own motto to myself. So use the pain in your life. There is beauty on the other side of all of it, but use the fucking pain. Use the fucking pain. It works. It's powerful. It will get you to where you want to go. All right. I think that's all I got. So that's my life story right there in 25 minutes or less. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I hope if you took anything from this, it's that pain fucking works. <laughs> pain works. And I don't think you have to go through eight and a half years of pain like I did. I definitely don't. I was a stubborn fucking bitch. I said what I said. I was a stubborn bitch. My identity for so long, and it's something I still acknowledge from time to time, is I have to be right. And so I didn't want to be wrong so much that I let myself live a life of pain for eight and a half years. So you do not have to go through eight and a half years of pain. But if you need some place to get started and something in your life sucks right now, that's a valuable asset that you have on your side. And every it, it can always be used. Like I said, I still use the pain sometimes when I'm in a place of like, you know what, motherfucker, some shit's got to get done. And I'm, I refuse to end up back on my parents' couch. So 
use pain. It works. And you will find beauty along the way too if you're not there yet. Because now I just enjoy everything I do. So anyway, I'm gonna wrap it up there. Thank y'all for tuning in. If you guys take it, took anything from today's episode, this is a long one. So if anything from today's episode, please do a rate and review on iTunes. That stuff really helps. I really appreciate y'all. Um, if you wanna work with me one-on-one, feel free to check out the link in the show notes, my social media, all in the show notes. And oh, I am sending out my next email blast. Fuck, it's already going to be sent out by the time I release this. But if you want to sign up, I will put a link in the show notes for that too. I just dropped some nuggets last week about hormones and how they're going to influence your weight gain. And so you're going to want to get on this. Tomorrow's email blast is going to be about hip mobility. And I'm actually taking some hip mobility drills from one of my mobility programs, giving you word for word with the videos itself. So you're basically getting a part of the program for free in the email blast. So if you want to sign up for that, check out the link in the show notes. And without any further ado, I'm going to shut up now. Peace out, y'all.